Tanya and Nettie. Hey, Tanya, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really good. Excited to be back here. Um, Me too. And kind of weird, weird sort of circumstances where we're going a bit off what we were planned to do. So um, I'm going to let you have a chat about um, our kind of couple of days ago, we did a podcast and it didn't come out as what we expected. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was weird. And so I think working with spirit as a medium is a humbling experience and they, I don't know about your experience, but they've always kind of kept me in check. And what we were trying to talk about or, or what I was trying to talk about was as a reader and as a medium, we don't have to heal every person that we come across that we can a have those boundaries and or or to just choose not to because maybe we don't have the energy or whatever but it kind of started to go offside a bit and the thing that was really interesting about it is as we're doing the podcast Nettie's um wi-fi or electricity or whatever was uh like super off and she's like this robot <laughs> it's going you know like her her body's not moving but the voice was coming through so as it was happening I was like oh okay well you know maybe when it actually streams it's going to come through a bit more clearly but what happened after is and and I'm sharing this because I think it's important to share sort of the reality of being a medium and working with spirit on a regular basis is they gave me shit and and they were like look there's a difference between a medium or a reader sort of expressing boundaries and and sort of a refusal and and they didn't want the message to to be misunderstood so it was very clear that they didn't want the way in which that podcast ended up coming out to um they, they didn't want that message to to go out there so yeah. interestingly and and I hope that you'll share your experience too is that I kept having a thought about something to say and then it would disappear and it would be removed from my mind and when I touched base with Nettie a couple of days later, I was like, I'm sorry, friend. Like, I don't, I don't want either of us to feel like we're wasting our time, but that podcast, I don't know, it's just not sitting right with me. I don't feel right with it. Spirit kind of gave me crap because part of sometimes when I come on here, I'm venting a bit, you know, <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not venting in what I consider a bad way, but it's just like, Eh, you know, when I'm sharing my personal opinions, but they really reined me in and they were like, no, you need to keep it focused and you need to keep the message going in a certain way in which we want you to give it. And I, what people might not realize is that, and I think we talked about it before, is that when we're, when we're doing these podcasts is we have spirit coming in and, and suggesting avenues or ways in which we should be expressing what we're talking about. But every time I tried to express sort of an opinion, the thought or the idea was just completely removed from my mind. And I wasn't actually given the opportunity to say it because I would try to, but I like, I couldn't find it, it almost in the recesses of my mind. 
And so after we had a chat and they just said, you know, this is as much about us as it is about you. And this is why we've had this push for you to go ahead and do this. And there's a very specific message that they want to get out there. And they want to make sure that you and I are sharing the message in the way in which they want it to be coming out. So please share what your experience was, because like, if I can just like take two more seconds, it was humbling. I was embarrassed. I was like, oh, like I just, I felt not that spirit would ever try to shame somebody, but just me being on this podcast, being out there as vulnerable enough as it is, because, you know, as a police officer, being a medium and an intuitive, it can kind of be looked at like I'm a bit crazy in the policing community, but then also in the spiritual community, people can be like, oh, I don't like government or, you know, and I'm authentically myself, but I find it very vulnerable and scary to be out there and, and, and share my message. So when spirit kind of gave me crap, I kind of went down this little shame spiral of like, I suck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what right, yeah. what right do I even have to be doing this? So on that note, tell me what your experience was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know, it's important for the listeners to remember too, and for both of us to remember how we got together. We got together through chance of spirit, really. We were directed to come together, hardly knew each other, started this podcast. And from the minute we started, we had electrical issues with our computers because the energy and the excitement that spirit had to share, the point we could have spoke for about 20 hours straight without a breath because Spirit was just bringing in these messages. And every podcast since then we come on and and we've actually both had to work to control that to some degree Mm -hmm. because Spirit's got a lot to say. And when someone's listening to it, it sounds like you're interrupting each other, but our Spirit's already heard what the other person's going to say before they finish and so it comes in on this great thing. And so when we started this podcast, um, it was like, okay, what are we, we, we're going to do this. And we, we talk for like a, a minute sort of beforehand and then we start. And Tanya starts with the podcast, blah, blah, blah. And then it's it's sort of over to me. And usually Spirit's sitting there ready and it's paused, ready to, to, to add the bit. And there was nothing. It was like, like, and so much so that, like I'm connected to spirit constantly, which I'm sure um, a lot of people are, but I very rarely in my life have that silence. And it was so silent. It was like spirit had just said, this isn't what we want to talk about. You girls are on your own track here. I'm out. And so I was like, uh, um, and I was trying to find words to add to it. And I realized how much spirit actually gives me a voice um, and how, how in sync my, my language is when it comes out to be not only my own thoughts within my brain, but also the thoughts within my higher self. And it's so seamlessly put together. So when I had that silence, I was really like, okay. And we clunked through the thing. I had no idea I was glitzed glitchy but watch I watched a tiny bit of it back and it's unusable um so even if we didn't come to this conclusion even if we weren't actually up there with spirit we wouldn't have been able to use it anyway um so they were making sure that we couldn't but it was a huge lesson 
for both of us, I think. Um, and it for me, it was, I probably had a, a little bit of a different reaction to you. I almost took it as a really wonderful um, confirmation of the importance of what we're doing here, that the message is actually coming from spirit um, and that uh, it's directed by spirit and that it's something above sort of us um, and also how lucky I am to have spirit every single day in most of my thought um, and I can feel back to that silence now and I was like wow you know that would be horrible to have that where where people are having conversations and you have to wait till the sentence is finished to be able to connect to hear it and then you got to think before you speak and you know like <laughs> if that makes sense like that's not how I live and and so I took it really as a as almost a kind of a blessing of like you know um how lucky we are to have this wonderful gift and to be in a position to share it and um and you know the the fact that we come straight back to each other and say both of us 100% were like that's not being used you know, before we even know that the video wasn't usable because I only looked at that up this morning. So I didn't even know that I couldn't, we couldn't use it, but we decided not to. So, um, and then interestingly, uh, I sat down and thought, you know, uh, I need to need to have some thought, more thought about this. And I went for this lovely beach walk and that's where I do most of my meditation is, is walking along the beach. And I came back and sat down and I was just about to close my eyes and spirit came in and said, okay, next podcast, these are your questions. And I was like, what? And that's not how we work. I mean, we make a topic up sort of 10 minutes beforehand and we might text each other an hour beforehand. What are we doing today? Do you want to do it on this? It's, it's sort of fly by a pants. So spirit's kind of saying, hey, hey, hold on. There's a message that you need to deliver to listeners and we are going to make sure you do it. So I don't know whether this will just be this one podcast, but I send them to Tanya and Tanya's like, yeah, this is what we're doing. This is the direction we're going. So, yeah. And and then the other thing, and <clears throat> I think the, the where I kind of felt crappy about it is because sometimes I'm a really slow learner. They've <laughs> kind of showed this to me before, and they've also said that I need to, I'm blunt, I'm straightforward, I'm you know, I kind of say what I think and, and they really wanted to take me to a more heart-centered place and be more soft is what they said. And I'm not very good at being soft. I'm extremely soft, but I don't always lead with my softness. So they were really asking me to bring that softness here, which is uh, uncomfortable as fuck. But anywho, <laughs> they also asked that... I, because I, and I think I've talked about in different podcasts where I can just go on and off and on and off. And that's kind of what I was doing, but they're asking that we reflect about the topics and reflect and correlate with them on what it is that the message that they want. So they posed it towards us as questions so that it could guide sort of where we're going. But I think Nettie, and we didn't talk about this before, but in the vein of keeping it real, let's, if we get to that place where it's like, I've got nothing, let's just say that and, yeah. and say, okay, that must mean spirit's ready to move on. Because I think 
what they're saying to me right now is that not only have I learned just a language with spirit, but I have to learn that language with myself at a different level. And it's a language that you and I are learning with each other. Yeah. So, which, I, and it's a beautiful thing. And, and I'm considering the space in which I kind of went to where I was like, uh, I suck. That's not, I, I just want to be clear that that's not where spirit's coming from. Spirit was not trying to shame me. They weren't trying to, you know, make me feel poorly. They were just trying to get the point across of that's me as a human being that kind of takes it into that space. But yeah, I think it's fascinating. So um, they posed things to you in the form of a question. So are, are you ready for questions? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to say the first question is quite interesting because in the podcast, the word past lives came up. Um, and as soon as past life came up, my spirit would activate again and just want to talk about past lives. That wasn't what we were talking about. And we were yeah. getting skewed off to it. We'd go back onto the topic and we'd go back onto past lives. So I found it quite interesting that the first uh, question is on past lives. So. And who knows how many questions, like, honestly, I could probably fill the rest of the podcast with past life. So, you know, yeah. maybe this is the next four podcasts. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so question one that Spirit was asking was, what benefits are there to looking into the past, both in this life, that you, in your current life, and in past lives? Go ahead. Okay. Um, it was interesting because one thing that Spirit did say on last podcast, which I really uh, I keep hearing during the week, and it's come up uh, on the, in the last few days, and it's come up um, in conversation uh, so it needs to be said. So Spirit was telling me, and the way I see it is that past lives come up so that we can learn from past lives, not so that we can live in past lives. Um, and I really liked that. Like it was like that made sense for me, and I could see with different cases that I've had that that's there. Um, but it's so that you can release energy around what that is. You can acknowledge what the scene. So if I see a past life, I will ask, uh, why was this scene brought to me now for this person in this present time? And usually there's something that correlates, like a matching picture to this in their life. Um, and it's not to say they want them to go back or to blame that life. They just want to show them that there's a pattern happening. Um, or uh, get uh, dive into an emotion that matched in that. So you don't misunderstand what's happening in this one. It's like, oh, okay, I get the point because that's the same as what it was there in the, in, the, in the background. So the past life is really just a tool that they use the way I see it. It's not somewhere that you need to go and dwell on or you don't even need to try and heal yourself or rehash that. Like one of the things Spirit's saying to me now, the, the, too many people go back and they rehash and they rehash and they rehash the past. It's not. You need to acknowledge the past. You need to acknowledge that that happened. You need to acknowledge that something is happening in your life that is similar to that. And that's what it's there for as far as I can see. Um, and, you know, asking when you see something or have something in the past that triggers in your mind, ask, what is the purpose of this coming into my life at this present time? Um, and then deal with something in the present. So it may actually help you deal with the situation that you're in now that that won't keep happening as a repeat pattern in the rest of your life. That's the way I see it. So that's interesting. I actually 
I did a reading a couple of weeks ago with this gal who's a practicing medium, sitting medium. And she said, what are your thoughts on past lives? Because she also does a lot of energy work. And I said, and, and, the, and this is my, my, my true answer is that I agree with you. They, they will, if, if, if they are bringing past life to you, it's to show you that you're in a pattern or an, they're calling it, interestingly, they're calling it an energetic carousel. So what I think that, what I interpret that to be is that you're in an energy that just keeps spinning and you're doing the same thing over and over and over. Because you know how a carousel, like like with the horses, yeah. and it just goes around and around and around. So agreed, the past life is just like a hint or a tool to go, okay, so this happened in your past life and that's why you're reacting to this in this life. But this gal, she was like, what are your thoughts on past lives? Like, do you think they're legit? I'm like, past lives 100% exist. However, whether I was aware of my past life or not, I'm still going to have a situation in front of me in this life that I have to deal with, that I have to process and I have to move through. So you can maybe have the awareness that this is a pattern or something that's happened previously in your life. But from my perspective, that doesn't make a difference. So that's why I like how you said it's a tool. So it's a tool to point out to you that what you're being presented with in this life is something that needs to be moved through. And I think it's really interesting because I think that's all that we really need to do is, is we need to deal with what's right in front of us and we need to move through that. And I also don't think that we always need to go into the past. Like right now, my father's quite ill. So I've been sort of processing some childhood stuff and not, not really processing, but just recognizing how my childhood has affected my current life. But I think that we can over-process that sometimes where we go back and we need to go into all these different ways of healing the father wound or, or healing shame or healing guilt or healing these other parts of ourselves when I just need to look to the past for a hint in my current life, for a hint to why I might be a certain way in this, in this present time. And I think that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And I think it comes back to what I opened with and spirits throwing them ahead. I'm literally sweating today, which is really interesting because the, the stronger spirits there, my palms sweat and I, I sweat all over. Mm -hmm. um, and they're saying um, what you and Tanya are both trying to say is that spirit doesn't want you to live in the past. They want you to learn yes. from the past. And I think if there's one thing you take away from, from what we're trying to say is that's it. Don't live in the past. Learn from the past. And we are going to do another podcast on this because I can, there is so much more I could say. And I can feel that spirit wants to actually explore this a lot. Well, more. then why don't you, Nettie? Because we've got about like 10 minutes. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's into it. Yeah. It's a lot. Like I'm, I'm sort of getting the vibe that, that it needs to be something that needs gotcha. some thought and to be said sort of as a, as a holistic thing, because there's a lot. There's a lot to a lot of stories and a lot to unpack in different ways that past lives come into our thing and different ways that we can help each other energetically with with acknowledging them and learning from them. So 
Are you happy if I move on to number two or you want to? No, can I, can I just say, um, spirit saying that it's not necessary to dive into past lives in order to heal your current circumstance. Your current circumstance needs to be dealt with in the here and now. If you want to go back for a hint, they're happy. They're saying they're happy to oblige, but not necessary. It's a tool. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. a tool where it needs to be. Yeah. Okay. Number two, with when everything seems too much in life, what spiritual tactics do we use to help calm everything down? I don't, I don't know if I would even call it a spiritual tactic. Like I connect to spirit, I ground, I go near water. I need to be in water, on water, by water. Definitely. I don't, and maybe it's because I'm fiery that, that water just like calms me and grounds me, but there is something absolutely exceptional about swimming in the ocean for me. I, I just, I feel like I'm absorbing and <clears throat> I'm absorb absorbing energy. I feel like I'm absorbing minerals. Like it's just, and then I'm weightless. Like it, it's just phenomenal. But you know what I do is I kind of dig in, like just in this um, past week, I did some kitchen renovations. So I painted my kitchen and I changed a bunch of my lights. But that's what I do because it's very meditative for me so that I can actually slow down, focus on nothing but what I'm doing, and then I can connect really well to spirit. Like I have ADHD, so I am very busy in my head. I'm hyperactive. I'm not very good at sitting still. That's why meditation doesn't work for me. So that's what I do personally is I'll go, I'll clean my house because I need to be physically busy in order to quiet my mind yeah what about you I think we're almost identical water 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 <laughs> um so if I'm at home I will have a shower I will um go I, I live on the beach so I'll go to the beach I will go for a me swim. too like, yeah anything that it can get me into water but also um things that uh get my body going so I'll vacuum the house like yes yeah, it's like it's it's kind of good when everything gets too much because my my house gets really clean. So um, does mine. Yeah, but you know I'll, I'll cook a really nice meal, like something really healthy. I'll get I'll get busy in my physical senses, so taste, smell, all those sort of things that humans. So it's almost like it's not that you go away from your spirituality; it's just you calm and you meet the needs of your three D body you know? Um, yes. Yeah. And you, and for us who have a lot going on in our head, doing those things that are task orientated, give us a chance to stop being in our head um, and sort of focus, but it almost splits the everyday in our head out of there. And then it's just the task and spirit and that's it. You know, they're the things that are left. Yes. <laughs> it's like, um, but I have this song that um, when it all gets too much, I do find that if my husband comes up and he's trying to, so if you're doing this for someone else, find out what their need is when you're, when everything seems too much. I've asked my husband, I don't want you to answer anything. I don't even really need you to listen. I don't want to talk. I just need you to be there. And that might be just to sit and hold hands with me or go for a walk and hold hands with me or there's a song called chasing cars by snow patrol and i'm not musical right 
So very rarely do I mention a song. But it says, there's a line in it, and it says, if I, if I lay here, um, if I just lay here, would you lie with me and just forget the world? And that sums up when everything really is too much and even water and everything else doesn't work. Um, that's what I just want. I just want someone to lay with me and just let's just lay together, forget the world. Um, and hold you. Yeah. That's a huge thing for me too is physical touch and the calming um, energy of somebody else, Kevin specifically. Yeah. 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 And we're not asking for answers. We're just asking for someone to be there. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so, so that's kind of me. Oh, I'm going to put a photo up on Facebook. So those who are on our Facebook page, um, One Foot in Both Worlds, um, I'll, I, I get to the point sometimes where it's overwhelming and I can't be in my house. I can't be anywhere. It's not suitable to be at the beach. So I've got this photo of me with a bucket of water sitting around a campfire at um, my husband was trying to, you know, make me feel okay. I'd done a lot of energy work. I was tired. Everything was a bit much. And I, I sitting there with a towel, uh, a bucket of water, my feet in it, smiling away, drinking a beer, going, this is life. And he said, it's so funny how water for you just calms everything down. So me yeah, too. I'll, me I'll put too. it up. It's, it's an embarrassing photo, but I'm going to put it up anyway. So <laughs> I love it. The thing that I don't do and spirit's sort of redirecting me when just the other day I was going for a walk with a friend of mine and recently Nettie I don't I don't know if you've noticed but collectively the energy is overwhelming I feel like there's like an energetic shift that's happening that has for sensitive people us feeling kind of anxious and overwhelmed and that's certainly how I felt um, and I've talked to a number of different people who have actually sort of felt that same way where they're kind of, um, they're like, I don't really have good reason to feel this way, but this is how I feel. And I was walking with my friend the other day, every day at work, we, we go for a walk at lunch. Renee, you met Renee. Hi, yeah. And, and I said, you know, I really feel like something that I'm supposed to do in this situation because as soon as I'm like oh my god I'm anxious I'm like okay I I don't want to go there I want to make sure that I take care of myself so I start eating right exactly what you said I and I do all these different things that always kind of feed my soul and make me feel good but I said sometimes I feel like what we need to do in these situations is we need to be okay with being uncomfortable and we need yeah. to, instead of when that overwhelming feeling comes, when that anxiety comes, instead of trying to do everything to get away from it, which is essentially what we're doing, we're trying to get into water, we're trying to ground, we're trying to make that feeling go away. Sometimes we need to just embrace it and just let it be there. Let that feeling of overwhelm sit in our body. Let that feeling of anxiety sit in our bodies and just get comfortable with it and be okay with it. Because I think, you know, collectively when there is this energetic shift that's happening, which I haven't tuned significantly into, I can just feel it. That's what it's there for is because it just needs to process through us. And yeah. The word acceptance, um, I was sitting here and I wrote down the word acceptance, but just accepting that it's also okay to feel that way instead of trying to get out of it. So there's a fine line between trying to get out of it and just being okay 
with being overwhelmed and anxious and feeling like, you know, you want to go jump off a cliff. Yeah. And knowing that it will pass, you know, it's like, yeah, just, but let it give it the time that it needs and, you know, yeah. But I also, I also on a spiritual level and I double check to make sure I'm okay to share a slight little bitch. Thank you, spirit. That (laughs) sometimes spiritual teachings and spiritual people will kind of want you to spread this acceptance sauce onto absolutely everything. Like, oh, you'll be fine if you just accept your circumstances. You'll feel better if you just accept this situation that's happening. You'll feel better, just acceptance, just like mayo on a sandwich, just accept everything. And and I don't agree with that because I believe that you're kind of forcing yourself to be okay with something that you're not okay with. So that's not what I'm saying when I say just let it happen. I'm not saying you accept it. I'm not saying you like it. I'm just saying, let that feeling be there. And I think not that's spreading what, acceptance sauce all over. Yeah, something. no, I, I think that's what what I like about that song, Chasing Cars, because um, that to me just lay with me. Like, I don't want answers. I don't want you to make me feel better. I just I need to do, I need to let this go through my body, but I need you just to sit there while this happens. And so yes. for me, I think when that song came into my life was a little bit of when I was just realizing that that this is something my body's had to go through and but just be with me while it goes through and yeah exactly and so I I I do hear and I and I do strongly know that you're not saying ah it's okay to be like you're not you know deal with this shit yeah yeah because I I I think there's been times in my life where you know I'm going through something and I'll the advice that I'll receive from people is oh you just need to accept that this is the reality of life and and to me acceptance is a process acceptance isn't something that I'm just like okay super yeah fully in acceptance of this like it, it just doesn't work like that and I think it's very ingenuous it's very inauthentic to try to force yourself to be okay with something that you're not okay with yeah and I think it's the 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 stuff that's coming up in my head now is um what you said earlier really relates to people in times of grief and things like that as well you know giving Mm -hmm. your time your body time and and your soul time to adjust to things that that being okay not being okay is really important in the grief process um, and so there are times where you need to deal with it and, you know, try and get yourself out of it. And there's times where you just need to be with it. You know, I, I think, I think that's what spirit's trying to sort of demonstrate. Um, all right. Are we up to question you. three? We are at 30 minutes. Can you believe it? Oh, wow. Do we want to do another question? Sure. Go for it. Absolutely. Right. Do you personally get value out of messages that you do for other people's readings? Or are you just delivering the message and then you forget about it? It's got nothing to do with you. Are you this the middleman? Both. Both. Sometimes spirit will come through and I'll be like, and I should be taking this advice as well. Thank you very much. Because it's it can be very relatable. Um, and then other times I, I can't necessarily relate. So it depends. But I would say... of the time it's something that is valuable to me as well you yeah 
Yeah, it's interesting because Nancy Rebecca, the teacher that I had, she always believes that the message comes to a psychic, um, to that person with a matching picture and depending on what the degree is it, but uh, it wouldn't come through you if it didn't have a message. And and sometimes we don't even realise that till years later or years down the track. And I am finding that um, as well, like that's her words. But I do find that often, um, in fact, I got a message for Nancy Rebecca which was a bit weird because um, like a uh, spirit coming in, she's actually an amazing, uh, very well-known psychic medium um, healer. And I was like, why are you telling me? She's going to know all this. Like she, like, I'm not going to give her the message. And it was about three days of not giving her the message. And then um, eventually I was like, okay, I'll give her the message and they told me how to give her the message it was a, a, a way so I, I I did that and the person who received the message that that is that um actually works with her was I agree totally with these messages this is the messages that I'm getting for her but the next day the one of the message came up and it was about um uh, things getting lost in content content which was just as we were having this kind of message that people were hearing the wrong message by the words we were saying. And so I was kind of, oh, that first message was actually for me. And the next day, the ne the second message, there was three messages that I had for Nancy. The second message was exactly what I needed to hear. And then the third message was exactly what I needed to hear. I needed um, to reach out to someone, which it was telling her to do. And it was actually reaching out to the same person or the same people. So it was quite interesting because I was like, oh, those messages were directly for me as well. And that's why Spirit came through me to give them to Nancy because I needed to hear them over three days as well. So, and I could relate to them and I thought about them for her before I delivered them. So when they came onto the my sort of tray it was like oh I've already thought about this I know how this relates I know how I can learn from this and change from this so yeah I definitely I don't think they always they're always you know there um I did a reading for someone I had a friend who lost something and one of the things that I can do psychically fairly well is find lost items um and it was that, that the item that they'd lost um was from a loved one that was um passed and oh sorry was alive but was dying and it was something they were going to pass down and the message that I got um which was a, a full beautiful scene um was about what happens when someone dies and about valuing things and anyway my my father passed away like four months later and I remembered clearly and I saw my fa own father in the vision um and I remembered exactly what it was there and so at the time that didn't mean anything to me uh, we, we just found the item and you know it was great but four months later I was like ah that's why I was asked to find those you know yeah. items yeah it's cool the the other thing that happens for me is I will get people coming for readings that are coming to me where the solution is very similar to something that I've personally gone through. I definitely get that with medical stuff as well. And I mean, I hope and pray that I'm not going to have to keep going through medical things or, or different things in order to give the messages. But just to end this off, because we're just about over time, as a medium, I don't have a boss. My boss is spirit. And spirit doesn't let me get away with things. And, and 
through the process of being a medium. I remember get, I remember getting a reading years ago and my aunt came through and she was like, are you sure that you want to continue to pursue this? Because it brings on a great sensitivity, but we're also forced to go through things and grow from them. Have you, have you experienced that? Like I haven't had a free ride. If I were to sit down and outline to somebody everything that I've been through in the 40 plus years of my life, it would be jaw dropping yeah. to a lot of people. And I just, I believe that's the life of a medium and other mediums that I know will give a resounding yes. We don't get spared. We get to go through everything. And I think too, because then we can bring empathy and we can bring compassion and we can bring experience and and all of those things to readings yeah it's actually an interesting point because I had a, a friend that didn't know um of my intuitive abilities I like uh ha my husband and her husband are really good friends and we didn't know each other very well and she said to me oh you can't be an intuitive medium and I'm like okay I said why not she said because you had too good a childhood and I was it's like very common for mediums, <laughs> people with intuitive abilities to have hard lives, very, very yeah. common. And I was telling a girlfriend and um, and I was really annoyed about it because then I was second guessing myself. I'm like, well, maybe I'm not meant to be. Maybe I am. And spirit said to me, you were born a spirit of the light. Your your purpose is to not um, to have come in with a beautiful childhood. But for you to think that you have not had trauma in your life, yeah. It's just that with spirit, you are very good at dealing with it. And so you are an example that when the shit hits a fan, you don't have to fall hard if you stay in line with spirit. It doesn't mean some people are. It doesn't mean that because you do fall doesn't mean you're in line with spirit. That was your purpose. But, you know, I had a miscarriage. I don't even think about that anymore. I nearly drowned twice. I had my I had my husband really sick to the point that they didn't think he would come back again. My son was born and nearly I nearly died when he was born. Like when I start going through those the are things, serious traumas. Yes. Yeah, but I don't my my friends and my family and everyone around me doesn't see me as having a traumatic life and I don't see myself as having a traumatic life because I dealt with them very well with spirit and spirit came in and I surrendered to spirit during those times and I was able to cope in such a really good way. So I don't carry the energy of the trauma. I'm not trying to go back into that trauma. I dealt with the trauma then and there at the time and I learned from it. And so it's interesting because that then I sort of went to her and said, oh, you know, next time we caught up, I did have a traumatic life. <laughs> Just so you know, I am going to list it all out for you. How dare you? But I think, I think that's key because when you're connected to spirit, you're connected to yourself, which means that you're processing what's happening for you in the moment. And I can say for me, and we're definitely going over time, is that I had to learn how to process things. Yep. And that was with spirit. So now I process things in the moment. I process them as they're happening, but I didn't always used to. So I think that that is the key for you for why it hasn't had lasting effects. Because 
I think I've said it before. The point of emotions is to feel them and let it process through your body. That's it. That's all we're supposed to do. But it can become so uncomfortable that we avoid it. Yeah. And my childhood accepting that, you know, you can deal things with the moment and having that love and all that thing to do it probably meant I was capable of dealing with that, you know, at at a young age with guidance sort of thing. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're going to leave the questions. I think we should really do finish spirits questions next week um, in our Q and a, I think that um, the, yeah, there's definitely, it's interesting because the next question I didn't have an answer for. So the fact that we've ran out of time, I think means that I'm going to have a very interesting week because um lots of chats yeah because they're that i'm going to read the question to you because and you'll you'll, it's what we're going to answer next week so and it'll be interesting to know if i come up with something in that week through spirit but it's what's the silliest thing a spirit or guide has ever said or done um for you interesting yeah so we'll 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 i'll answer that one next week but i was trying to think of something silly silly is not a word that i used so it was a weird question to come across but anyway We'll answer that first time coming back. Great. Very good. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for listening. It was lovely chatting with you again, Nettie. And we will see you all next week. See you later. Bye.